What's up, Sugarbush? Welcome to the second part of Celestial Wonders, where we are talking about good old exoplanets. Interstellar objects. Interstellar objects. That's, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's what we are going for. There, there is uh, not, it turns out there's not a great all-encompassing term for objects outside of the solar system. Exoplanets are planets that are of the stars outside of the solar system. But there's not a better thing for that a broader term that covers like galaxies yeah. and whatever. So, so did you? You did some notes on this. I did. I, I had some I, really cool stuff. What, what is? What does your notes encompass? Uh, you know, I only did three, but I got a little more into detail on them. But I've got dark matter because mm. I thought that was a good one to explain. Yeah, dark matter. Uh, Hoag's object. Did you, did you do that one? No. All right. And uh, pulsar planets. <laughs> And uh, that's it. I, I went into decent detail on it. I did a little bit on I figured you planets. had more of this shit anyway, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Um, mm. This is our second sesh recording today, so, yeah, so we might a be a tiny burnt bit out. energy. Um, I'm, I'm not Putting Kratom into as, my system yeah. to make me wake up. Chemically stabilize. It's either going to make me wake up or it's going to make me nauseous, so we'll see. If he um, just starts throwing up in the middle of it, yeah, it's we'll constant. make it a Nickelodeon slime themed yeah. episode instead, <laughs> and I'll ignore the whole space th- space yeah. thing completely. Uh huh. Absolutely. Um. So, uh, yes, you want to talk about pulsars real quick? Uh, I had dark matter first. Yeah, uh, talk about dark matter. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for the if you haven't listened to the one before this recently or whatever. Uh, Snaxton actually prepared a lot more of this one for the <coughs> first time, and mm-hmm. uh, he is going to do a lot more of the outside of the solar system, because yeah. I did all the solar system. And uh, uh, again, uh, we'll do the disclaimer at the beginning this time. All of this could be wrong. Yeah, this is all... Uh, we do much, our research. These are all yeah. reputable sources. But anything involving space is practically a theory. It's pure conjecture. Yeah. I mean, like, some of the planets... And objects we're talking about have only been detected by, like, uh, you know, radio wave, yeah, you know, yeah. exclusively. I'll go, so I'll go more into how we detect exoplanets. And, and it's like cool that. that we talked about detecting because mine is dark matter, which is thought to account for eighty five percent of the mass of the universe, and we call it thought to account because uh, it's impossible to detect. It it doesn't interact yeah. in any way. With the electromagnetic field, which you know is light and gamma waves, etc., holds et the universe together. And essentially, and uh, we know that it exists because it practically has to. Yeah, Though yeah. It would it would really upset a lot of our like theories and models assumptions if this wasn't just a massive invisible gravitational object, like something with mass, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because, yeah, and the way we would detect it is because we can see objects that, you know, don't have black holes near them, don't have planets, nothing near them, interact yeah. with that mass. And, and you can also, uh, if you don't know about gravitational lensing, it's just that basically gravity bends space-time, which sometimes works in our fa- favor to allow light to be amplified yeah. or, or so we can see it better. And sometimes those effects are noticed also when there aren't objects around. So yeah. we're pretty sure that it exists. And it's the craziest <clears throat> fucking Excuse thing me. to me that 85% of space, we know nearly absolutely nothing at yeah, all about it. Yeah, it's fucking insane. Um, we're literally just saying, like, well, I mean, fucking gotta, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, there certainly has to be, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, one thing we'll talk about how it, is how exoplanets are essentially formed, which is... Oh, are you done with dark matter? I didn't have any notes. Oh, I, well, I, th- I had more. I had oh, did you? More. Yeah, yeah. Okay. well... I thought there was there was one interesting theory. The only thing I I know I know about dark matter. I've researched it. I don't have any notes on it. I just yeah. remember my first dive into dark matter was watching a uh, like a special operations interview with someone in the Green Berets, and they said that the Green Berets or Delta Force is the dark matter that holds the special forces Ooh, together. Interesting. And I was like, what the fuck is dark matter? <laughs> so I started researching. <laughs> I was, I was like 13. I started wow, that researching. Guy knows, that's a cool yeah, metaphor. Yeah, he knows right? his shit. Yeah, dude. Uh, there's, well, there's two theories. One of them is real. Uh, the other is a book plot. But okay. the first one uh, is that 
somehow it's what's emitted into the universe that is absorbed by black holes. Okay. Nice. That's cool. I mean, again, pure theory because we're just like, I don't know. Yeah, know. we don't fucking know. Frustrating. Yeah. Imagine frustrating. being a scientist and getting into that and you're, you're what do like, you fuck? What do those dudes do every day? Yeah. Every they come day. to work and T- just like tomorrow, think about stuff. The dark matter scientists, what is he going to accomplish yeah. at work? Is there a dark matter scientist? Probably like, just a specific dark beg uh, companies for grants. Yeah, no mostly. shit. That's, that's mostly what being a scientist is. Are, there are dark matter scientists. I mean, there'd have to be, right? I mean, I searched in. Or did you just assume it was like a side field for people I, I who know about it X? was like an astro like astronomer, it's in their field. Like they, they, yeah. they it's not there's like not specifics. Like I just Googled yeah. Dark Matter Scientist and I have scientist slash dark matter and there's a ton of names. Okay. Um holy shit. What the Yeah, I mean, and for the zero people who are gonna mail us about it, who yeah. would know about this too, yeah. I would love to know. Yeah, what's a day? What's a week in the life? If you know, if you are a, 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 a uh, astrologist or a dark matter scientist, whatever, astronomy, astronomy, yeah. astronomy, uh, <laughs> give us a call. Let's talk. We would do a I whole. Would, I would oh, love to do a whole incredible. episode like, talking have to a, a guest. scientist. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sure lots of scientists. It, it turns out that from our data, it's likely a lady scientist yeah. who listens to Mac Miller and yeah. Halsey. Yeah. So fair. So whoever that is out there, <laughs> Hit us we're up. here for yeah, you. We're uh, listening. But the other theory about dark matter was, uh, it was cool that there there was a weapon that uh, this advanced race would use that would they would launch into an area and it would turn. A 3D space, it, it would reduce the dimension is what it was described as. So it would turn a 3D space into a 2D plane oh, I was of like, infinite width and no I was thickness. thinking about that. I was like, I remember reading about this. And I was like, oh, that's your notes. <laughs> that's what I remember reading. Yeah, yeah. so, and um, the plane uh, operate or the plane expands indefinitely. Okay. And, or, that's you know, crazy. in this universe. So, and that, that means, like, the whole universe yeah, is slowly yeah, yeah. being converted. Yeah. And the other part of that is the electromagnetic field doesn't interact with a 2D plane the same way because they would have different laws of physics and whatnot. It's crazy. And so it's invisible, but it retains the mass of what it converted. So huh. that's that, that was a cool – I was like, man – to me, I'm almost like sure, yeah, that's yeah, it now. Yeah. That's the only- <laughs> absolute. That's previous dimensions, and the the extrapolation of that story is that the universe potentially started as like a ten dimensional uh, existence, yeah. and eventually intelligent life resorts to that uh, form of warfare because of this was actually the dark forest stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so, like, it's just always being reduced to the next dimension. That's and, crazy. Yeah, uh, and then they don't know what's going to happen something after the about 2D. Something about dark matter reminds me of this game I'm playing called Control, and you're basically, like, you go... You're, it's like, it has to do with like, uh, the astral plane and telekinesis and stuff like that, like psychonaut stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, and you're in this, it's... Like essentially the FBI, it's called the Bureau of Control, and but it's for like telekinesis and astral planes and stuff like that. It's fucking amazing. Uh, uh, highly recommend. Okay, I'll have to send you some clips. But yeah, uh, is that all your dark matter notes? Yeah, that's it. Okay, I think that's a cool idea. I I really, yeah no, that's, yeah. That's, I mean, yeah. to me, more than anything, as like it has that has got to be the biggest mystery. Like, yeah, what is. Something out there is governing literally the whole universe, and we're just like, it's man, great, yeah. what even is that yeah, shit? We have no, we have nothing. We oh my, shit about it. We're like, yeah, I'm not really that sure about what Mars looks like, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Crazy. Um, so one of the things I have written down is how exoplanets are formed, and I mean, essentially, they're formed the same way our solar system was right. formed. Uh, neutron stars are the second densest type of object in the universe, next to black holes. They form. When a giant star dies and explodes outwards as a result of the collapse, the collapsing of its core, uh, so stars basically become too massive to go on, and they expel all their energy yeah. into the surrounding space. And it has to be a specific size, yeah. to just become a neutron yeah. star. Because if it's, I think, if it's even bigger, it would become a black hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to, yeah, it has to be the right size. The core is ground zero of its detonation when the core collapses. Like I, I have that written here. Depending on the size of the star, it either becomes a neutron star or becomes a black hole. Isn't there like blue dwarfs or something <laughs> yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, Those are the ones that are just so small they just fizzle out. Right? Uh, I thought that was a brown dwarf. 
<laughs> Careful. I mean, not, not, not PC, buddy. <laughs> uh, let's see. I mean, it says, oh, it's from a red dwarf after it has exhausted much of its hydrogen. A uh, brown dwarf is a type of substellar object that has a mass between the most massive gas giant planets and the least massive oh, stars. Oh, so uh, approximately oh, wow, 18, that's neat. Uh, yeah, approximately 13 to 80 times that of Jupiter. Like I said, uh, we said in the previous prior, whenever uh, scientists are explaining the size and the mass of exoplanets yeah, and other good. interstellar objects, they compare it to Jupiter because it's the biggest planet in our solar system. Have, have you ever seen that, like... There's a video of it, but also a picture version of just like the scale of yeah, yeah, yeah. it's insane, dude. It, it is. It's <laughs> obviously so unfathomable yeah, to my brain, dude. It, yeah, it, you feel they're like insignificant. They're, they're, <laughs> they're saying that the one planet is like ten thousand Earths, Fuck and I'm it. like, I don't know what that. I don't, yeah, means. I don't know. And don't, then they're like, that planet is one one thousandth of a star. <laughs> I'm like, what does that even mean, dude? Fuck? Yeah, I can't even put that into. And it's like. I I don't know. It just it does, drives me crazy. We don't get to see yeah, it any makes of me this so shit. Angry. It makes like me what so would angry. that? I mean, how? I guess how could it look different? Yeah, it'd just be big and in yeah. space. So it just depends on Unless how close right you get to it. it. Yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, some neutron stars are called pulsars, and yes. it basically just means that because they regularly pulse uh, gamma uh, and for their regular pulses yeah. they give off in radio frequencies. Some pulsars pulse really fast. Some pulse really slow. Yeah. I think I read based on the rotation. Of I was star. reading a Science magazine article that described some of the fastest pulsars as uh, faster than the drummer of like cannibal. Excuse me, Cannibal Corpse and stuff like a that. Scientist in a science said that? magazine, that's yeah. tight. Yeah, that's also crazy yeah. fast. Yeah, so yeah, they, like that's something that uh, is often a hook for like we found aliens yeah. is detecting those yeah and we always are like oh shit what they're just radio frequencies yeah so i mean it, like... just being exactly yeah. just coming from stars yeah. although there was i did read about some that they found two instances of a pulsar that pulsed exactly six times really that that sits with me. I'm like, damn, exactly it, six times. Yeah, not and like not the same one way later. Yeah, it, yeah, it was six six pulses, and then that was it. And I'm like, That's ooh, weird. those pul- the well, the pulses of the, the the is how we detect exoplanets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can tell by the, how the waves yeah, are affected. Yeah. yeah. So uh, our first, the first exoplanet was discovered fucking fairly recently. Honestly, wait. I uh, oh yeah, and actually. I have about the pulsar planets, so we could keep on that for a second. What is your notes on the pulsar planets? Because we may be getting, I'm, I may have uh, it already later written down. Shit, I have your notes in front of me. What yeah, I mean, I fuck. Yeah, uh, I was just writing about matter. the planets that exist around pulsars, and the reason that's rare is because, like we said, the pulsar has to explode and usually just shatters all of yeah, its planets. Yeah. And uh, one of the ones that I, I had read about uh, they found, like, the, there was a theory that maybe they had formed after the sun had exploded, but they are in the same, like, orbital patterns that our solar system looks like, so yeah, you yeah. wouldn't see that after they explode. Yeah. Uh, and that's, like, uh, apparently a very significant factor to that theory not being true. Damn. Yeah, so it's like, damn, we don't know shit about those <laughs> planets, but we're like, what the fuck are those made of? Yeah, dude. They can survive a sun exploding? Oh, my God, dude. Uh, one of my favorite exoplanets we'll get into here in a minute is Osiris. We'll talk about him in a second. It's just fucking something about Osiris is so it's so unique that they they debated on creating an entirely different type of planet class. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, um, of the pulsar planets that I was reading about, the one we found was in a 12 billion year old system. Yeah. So the planet crazy. was about 8 billion years old, which is the oldest planet we've ever discovered. It's insane. Absolutely insane. I had this idea of like just a sec of where I was like, man, if only we could just fucking fly there and see what it looks like. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that was 8 billion years ago. Yeah. 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 It doesn't look it do, the same. Yeah, it does not it's look the gone. exact same at all. That's also a really weird thing that I think of, like, that I can't shake. We're seeing about old how we're seeing remnants of, yeah. of, of, like, stars and stuff like that. Oh, that's so frustrating. Just space freaks me out. It does. I love it so much, but it freaks me the fuck out. Oh, man, that's so wild. Um, so, 
Uh, is that it for your pulsar? Notes? Yeah, okay. I mean, pretty okay. much, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so our first exoplanet was actually discovered in 1992. Uh, it was found orbiting. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's right. That's a lot pretty later recent. than I yeah. than I expected. Yeah. Uh, wow. it was found orbiting the pulsar PSR B one two five seven plus twelve. Oh, I love that. Pulsar. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's my favorite <laughs> pulsar to visit. Uh, <laughs> found by was a, it, uh, oh. what's up? Wait, I was gonna ask what how we found it. Was it Hubble? So, uh, hold on. Okay. Um, so it was found by astronomers Alexander Wolschikin. Uh, that is a foreign I name. I love his work, Yeah, too. right? Uh, and Dale Frail. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. I know. What? I know, yeah. He sounds like a white rapper yeah. from the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> so it was found by measuring the time in between pulses of the pulsars. The yeah, you should have. Damn it. So uh, found that every so often, the pulses would be offbeat, but they would be offbeat at the same point in time every time. So the astronomer, uh, the fucking oh. astronomer's like, this can't be something's a coincidence. Blocking something's it. blocking yeah. it. Yeah. Which is basically the exoplanet moving in front of the pulsar, and that's how one of the ways we discover exoplanets. So we have um, what is that? One, two, three, four, five ways we discover exoplanets. Uh, the first one is uh, radial velocity. We've discovered 826 planets this way. It's when orbiting planets cause stars to wobble in space, changing the color of lights the astron astronomers observe. Whoa. Yeah, it's crazy. There's so, that much? Yeah. So huh. transit, the transit method is probably the most popular way we discover exoplanets. We've discovered 3,294 planets this way. Holy uh, shit. When a planet passes directly between it, so that basically the way uh, those gentlemen in 1992 discovered the first exoplanet, this is how they did it. When a planet passes directly between its star and an observer, it dims the star's light by a measurable amount, and that's how we can know that there's a planet there orbiting that star. Interesting. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah right. So um, then, you know, there's direct imaging, which we've only discovered 51 planets this way. Oh, uh, neat. Astronomers can take pictures of exoplanets by removing the overwhelming glare of the stars they orbit. You know, pretty straightforward. Uh, so they have to be pretty fucking close. Yeah, then, right? yeah. Those are probably all the closest ones yeah. we've seen. Gravitational microlensing. Uh, we've discovered oh, yeah. 106 planets this way. Uh, light from a distant star is bent and focused by gravity as the planet passes between the star and Earth. That's so cool fucking that we crazy. figured that out. So uh, ast astrometry, I think that's how this is, A-S-T-R-M-E-T-R-Y. Yeah. Um, astrometry, we've only discovered one planet this way. Oh. Um, it's... Very, it's calculated. It's like very, very minuscule movements of the planet. They, uh, the orbit of a plant, a planet can cause a star to wobble around in space in relation to nearby stars in the sky. Yeah, to so be yeah, dead nuts on. With yeah, that exactly. Thing. That's why we've only discovered one fucking uh, planet. Really? Do you know which one it was? So yeah, my, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the planet discovered by astrometry is VB ten orbits a low mass red dwarf star. Um, Reported to have the mass seven times that of Jupiter. Oh, an old seven Jupiter. Yeah, the old seven Jupiter. Yeah, that's a good size. It's a fucking big. I, that's a I big tend boy. to prefer them around between the seven and yeah. the fifteen. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a I'm a fan of the thicker Jupiters. Uh, if I do say so myself. Uh, so honestly, when it comes to exoplanets, that's about more of the, the most factual information you're gonna get. That's how we discover them. Yeah. Now we're gonna go into um. Some exoplanets that I find interesting. I have quite a bit of them. Uh, I know this. We you know we we already determined this is going to be a bit of a shorter episode just because exoplanets. It's like it's the same thing as planets in our oh, solar system. Bro, just I'm exo. reading about the planet that you're reading about. Oh, BB10. Yeah, it said. Uh, let's see here. It said. So hold on. I'm sorry. BB10b is the planet we discovered from astrometry. Uh, it orbits a low mass red dwarf star known as BB10. So they used basically some Doppler spectroscopy at mm -hmm. science and uh, to de and they were unable to detect the radial velocity variations that would be expected if such a planet were orbiting this star. Yeah. But uh, the claimants, they like the pro VB10 party says that that only rules out a specific like size or yeah, higher. Yeah, yeah. So it could be. But uh, it's it's not even even that limit is not even the same like half the size of the planet they're saying. 
that exists. So it might not, which is what we're saying. Yeah, yeah. But, that, but that's because you're talking about that super rare system. It's, so. Yeah, and it's extremely fucking rare. Um, I need to, let's listen to this pronunciation real quick. Oh, got to turn my sound on. Uh, give me the pr- I don't care. Hold on. He's I was listening to your to your to the sound effects you put in there. Hold on. Thonian. Okay, I didn't want to mess that up. Sorry, I should have done that beforehand, but you're with us on the process. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's all real, baby. Yeah, yeah, dude. This is real time, Not, Sugar Bush. An uncut raw. Uh, um. So. Now we're going to talk about some interesting exoplanets. Like I said, when you want to get into the factual information of exoplanets, it's there's a lot to learn, but it's really like you got to put it in relative. Yeah, it's yeah. theoretical, and you got to put it in like how we discover planets in our own solar system. This is it's the same thing. Yeah, uh, exoplanet is literally just a different planet, yeah. either on the outskirts of our solar system or further. Um, it's really not you know some super fucking crazy alien thing. Let's lobby our senators yeah. to start blasting probes into the deep mm-hmm. space as fast as possible. Let's go, so, dude. Write letters, send to whoever, whatever country. We all yeah. are in on yeah, this. Yeah, it's a, it's a world effort. It's not just Absolutely. us. Um, so one of my – so we're going to talk about these interesting exoplanets that I've been researching. Yeah, you do one, and then I'll bring in the object that I had. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the first one on our list is HD 209458B. Or, or no, yeah, eight B, not eight C. That's or a totally yeah, one. or known as Osiris. So it was the first exoplanet to be discovered with carbon and oxygen in its atmosphere, but it evaporated at such an immense rate that a new class of exoplanet has been proposed. The uh, Synthian, I think, is that's the pronunciation we just heard. Uh, the Synthian planets, or basically, essentially, what they are, they're the they're the cores of dead giant gas giants oh. so it, it would be like if jupiter lost all of its did we gas did, and the core was left shooting did we detect space. it after it shed it or did we see after. it actively shed like, no after man, that yeah. would be cool uh so it's we essentially right cool. we don't see God shit cool we don't it. see cool shit at all so it's basically the cores of gas giants that have died and they're floating through space. Uh, the surface temp That's is crazy. around 1,832 degrees Fahrenheit. I thought that was crazy as well. So it's like essentially, you know, you put it in the perspective of that's if Jupiter lost all of its gaseousness. Oh, would that look cool and in it, space? Would yeah. we get to see it from Earth? That'd oh, be crazy, dude. That'd be I'm badass. I'm look up a picture of that. Um, ten, tons it, uh, 10 tons of hydrogen escapes Osiris per second as it uh, orbits wow. its fucking pulsar or star. Um, I just thought that was such a fucking cool like thing. Like it's, it's weird to me, you know, it's like the, the, that would be like if the earth stripped all of its layers and the only the, the core was left and it was just going through space. I don't know. Something about that. That is super cool. I find super fucking and interesting. also kind of sad. Yeah. 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 Way. The death of a fucking what, planet. Do we know what would cause the gas to just fuck off like that? I, I didn't say. I would think, I mean, the pressure and whatever of it, I would think is what you know, keeps together forever. Yeah, right, yeah. I guess maybe it got hit by something. It could. That could be very... Man, that'd be cool as fuck to see. I just want to... You know like what I would do? Like those pictures you see of space dudes yes. on the moon and something collides with Earth and I, just watching I was going like, to say fuck. that if I was super wealthy, I would just pay, like, incredible entertainment digital teams to make me renditions like of space Like a realistic stuff of, like, yes. yeah, no, same. I'm like, same. can you please make me a VR of Hell this? yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, I will pay anything. So what's your, uh, what's your... Yeah, your... I had Hoag's object, and this... I thought this thing was cool as fuck um, for a couple reasons, but... It, it's similar and looks like a galaxy in the sense that it has a starry yellow core that we typically see, and it has okay. the outer region of cooler blue stars, but it doesn't have anything between them. No shit. It's just a ring. Really? Uh, yeah, That's around crazy. a core. And it's it's not um, – the ring or the core in the center is a ball of stars, which is important because that means it's stable. Yeah. And it's not spinning so fast that it would flatten in a di- disc. So yeah. So that is important because it means it probably wasn't hit by something. Because there are ring galaxies that are like this. Really? But that's when they collide with other galaxies. Yeah, which you yeah, yeah. To talk about. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about that's that. That's what that's <laughs> what will cause that. But you can see a lot of the. We could see the galaxy usually. Like, yeah. If you know, if we could see one galaxy with a hole in it, you could probably see the one that hit it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, unless it was so long ago. But, yeah. Um, and the other thing is, it doesn't have like a trace of anything in between. There's no, like, spiral 
of gas or whatever, which is what you'd see in Hogue type objects. Uh, that's, so, but those have like a spiral between the core and the ring that show that it was like hit by something. That's that's more evidence to being hit. Damn. So they literally have no fucking idea what would make this ring galaxy. Yeah, that's insane. And what's also weird is it has a Hogue type galaxy in it. I'm just like what? And <laughs> and the craziest part about this is we have never seen another thing like this anywhere in space. Really. That shit... That's crazy. That fact, yeah. to me, is that's heavy. Yeah, I'm like, that's fucking huge. Oh, my God. We've only seen one? A- and so they don't know what caused it, and I was like, okay, idiot scientists, it's aliens. <laughs> it's aliens. <laughs> it's you stupid morons. It's 110% aliens, you they're, big dumb They're dummies. trying to signal us with their six six burst yeah. shots, and you're not understanding. Not, they're like, let's just make a clear point that could never exist in Yeah, nature. you're not picking it up. They literally have no idea. That's so... That would, like... If I discovered that shit... I would have freaked me that out. Would, I would sit on that for ages. Mm-hmm. Like, what have I found? Yeah, what is this? Um, I don't... I just... How could it be natural? Yeah. No way. Absolutely. How? Like, then again, though, we were a planet with life on it, which all the perfect things had to happen for that for us to have life. So it's probably a, a connection of stars that act as neurons, and that's actually a, a giant space brain structure. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Well, that's how my fucking guess. crazy would that's that a shit space be, brain. Dude? Oh my god. Dude. We don't know. This we could don't be a know. simulation. We don't for even all know. Like, know uh, like the brain, we literally are like, how don't does the brain do, yeah, do all this? Don't know shit about it. What if what if a brain structure could just accidentally also form in space I mean, out if, of if, similar if, objects? If a body could form a brain structure with what we're made with, yeah. then we would uh, could theoretically brain, I mean we're made of stardust. The the probability of, of a random yeah. brain structure in somewhere in deep space. That's true. Oh fuck, man. Oh dude. God, I want to just go it, through space. I know. <laughs> and this thing is like, I'm gonna form myself into such an unnatural shape. Anybody who sees me will immediately assume I'm a god. Yeah. We're like, what? Yeah, are where you? are you, dude? <laughs> it's not it needs to be like a hand waving. Yeah, at us. like have a sign, like an actual sign that tells you tells us what you are. I wonder cause... what galaxy shape could we see that we'd be like oh my god that's aliens yeah i wonder i I also wonder if like say our theory is true that it's like a brain structure in yeah space would people i mean i can imagine humans are stupid we'd probably start to worship it a lot of people would probably make i would probably worship it honestly that seems yeah oh yeah space consciousness i'm Mm. like that thing's got to be closer to god than anything yeah yeah, anything here yeah oh my god so uh next on my list is kepler 11 system okay it's the uh first compact solar system discovered by uh kepler um, so a long ass time. Ago. Oh yeah, yeah. So five interplanets. I went to the school that Kepler went to. What? I visited it. Really? Yeah, no it was shit. Cool. Yeah. Damn. Nobody knew Lucky? when we went to the school. We didn't know why we were there. It was like a walking tour, and they're like, Kepler went here, and we were like, What? Damn. No shit. No shit. Yeah. God and the building's dang. like the same too. They like had. Where's it at? Uh, I'm pretty sure that was the Czech Republic, something like that. I don't know. It was when I was in Europe. It was all kind of uh blurred. Together. That's cool as shit, though. That's badass. Um, so, uh, la, 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 where was I? Oh yeah. So, um, yeah, the Kepler. So the five inner planets orbiting a yellow dwarf star, which is absolutely unheard of. We've never seen. We've seen, you know, one planet orbiting some kind of star, uh, but a, a full system of planets, you know, was something that we have not seen. Uh, so people were like, "Holy Prague." Oh, I was wrong. It was Tycho Brahe. Kepler worked there. Oh, Tycho okay, Brahe went okay. to school in Prague. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was Czech Republic. Yeah, that's I was tight. When I looked it up for a sec, there it said that uh, uh, the oh Kepler went to a school in Germany, and I was like, do I have to admit that I was? That totally you were wrong. wrong <laughs> no, it was cool. I yeah. had the fact there. Very yeah, nice, very nice. Yeah, you, um, if you went to Prague, you could see that shit. It's yeah. crazy. So, uh, but yeah, we have never really heard of a, a compact solar system. Like I said, we had one planet orbiting a star that was common, but you know, when they discovered five planets orbiting a yellow dwarf star, it was holy crap on a shit sandwich, you know? Um, so that was the first compact solar system that we've actually ever discovered. Uh, man, that would rock my world. Yeah, too. dude. Oh my! All the space stuff dude, would be people so big. Discovering, uh, you I don't know, know that's man. a thing to me. It's like I think that's the only thing that's ever gonna fulfill me in life is discovering oh. an exoplanet. It's like, you know, we find land and we're like, I don't know. We know it exists. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. But it's like when we find a new solar system, it's like 
this massive paradigm shift. Dude, where yeah, we're like, it's crazy. Oh, I'm sorry, this exists elsewhere? Yeah. Oh, it's fucking you know, insane. We dude. know mountains exist even if we haven't seen them before. But, but we, like, yeah. we're like, oh, another solar system? Insane, yeah. You know, it's like we just, there was the time where we eventually decided that the sun was the middle of yeah, the solar system. Yeah, yeah, like, and we're just oh, like, all right, damn, cool. that's crazy. So next on the list is Kepler-10b. And that is the smallest planet discovered outside of our solar system. It's 1.4 times the size of Earth, Kepler's first rocky planet discovery, because uh, so far we really just discovered gas giants and stuff oh, like that. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, so, Do we know how far away it is? Uh, you may want to yeah, I'll just get on look it. that up real what's it, quick. What's it called? It's called Kepler-10b. Because uh, I have very short notes for how many exoplanets I was looking at. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's 1.4 oh. times the size of Earth, Kepler's first rocky planet discover- discovery. Uh, it's proof that rocky planets can exist outside of our solar system, not in a habitable zone, though, is the only thing. Oh, okay. It has, yeah. It's 560 light years away. God damn. We saw, oh my god. Dude, it's crazy how far we can fucking with. And that was see. just with a space telescope. yeah. yeah. Like, and, and you know, we're going to build even bigger, even bigger, tel- even you know more about the moon complicated telescope plans are talking about. I've heard about them. Oh right? my God. Extensive yeah. Fucking, it's they're crazy. working on it. That would be amazing. That would be badass, oh. dude. Oh, I just want to colonize the moon. I, please. Yeah. So, uh, next on our list is five, five cancer E. It is the first of its kind, a super earth. Super Earths are more massive than Earth, yet lighter than gas giants like Neptune. They can be made of gas, rock, or both, and there are many Super Earth candidates. But there, are, so there are tons and tons of candidates for Super Earths. There are fucking there. Are, there's tons of them, but we uh-huh. only know of seventy of them. Uh, oh, okay. The, yeah. So we don't. You I know, mean, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah, there'd have to be a lot. Um, it orbits around uh its star every eighteen hours. It orbits very, very, very closely, about twenty five. 25 times closer than Mercury is to our sun. Oh my uh, god. Oh yeah, that it's also it's Yeah, it's also tidally locked with one face forever blistering oh. under its <laughs> uh, the heat of its sun. Uh, so it's just something about yeah, that. Yeah, it just never moves. That poor thing. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, <laughs> it's just right there. Yeah, yeah, so it's expected to have a rocky core surrounded by and and uh whereas the surface is surrounded by a layer of water. Uh, but this water is in a supercritical state, so it's both liquid yeah. and gas, and the whole planet is suspected to ha- be topped with a blanket of steam. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, that fucking makes, rough I mean yeah, ass. that makes sense. So the surface is expected to be around 3,140 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay. Yeah, it's hot. It's fucking hot, dude. Yeah, um, it's probably, I mean, oh, so if it's at a supercritical, then the water's extremely hot. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, absolutely. Probably um, not a great place for Earth. Not not a habitable zone. I think one it's would so say. crazy. Like I always wonder like, what what would it have been like if Earth was like literally twice as big. Yeah, you know, like would that like what? Because that would change everything. I, I assume that humans would develop blah 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 all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah. But like, what would our civilization yeah, be like? Yeah, you know? I mean, it would. It Russia just gets more shit. No yeah. one wants. <laughs> Congrats, assholes. <laughs> We'd be attracting all kinds of asteroids because uh, our gravitational pull would be more. I wonder if the oh, moon would be bigger as well. That's a good well. point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, I bet it would take a lot longer for us to do climate change on an appreciable yeah, scale. Yeah, it's very so true. Big. Very true. Man, we got to get a new planet. Yeah, we got to uh, fucking Earth too. Just uh, Earth pack it. <laughs> electric pack boogaloo. Ma- yeah, yeah, electric boogaloo. Let's do it. Um, so Kepler 15b was the one I mentioned previously in our first part of this episode. It's the real life Tatooine. Uh, it's believed to be the first circumbinary planet, uh, meaning it travels around two stars, uh, which is essentially, you know, that's its appeal. There's not much. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, it travels around two stars. Cool. That's about it. So Sounds um, also pretty hot. Yeah, so... Then we come upon Kepler 22b. Um, I'm going to have to switch over to uh, and, my And the next... stars are just like in a binary system, right? Yeah, but, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to switch over to my other notes here in a second because while I remember while I was typing this one out, I was falling actively falling asleep. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, Kepler 22b is 600 light years away from Earth. It's twice the size of Earth and should have temperatures around 72 degrees Fahrenheit. Speculated. Hey. So this planet is also considered a super Earth and is within a habitable the habitable zone of its star. If you don't remember us talking about a habitable zone, 
It's basically sandwiched between the outer ring of a solar system and the inner ring of a solar system where life cannot happen. Uh, so habitable zones are very thin. They're fucking not. Yeah, very right, uh, right. You know, Earth obviously is in a habitable zone. Um, it's uh, within the habitable zone of its star. Its star is within the Lyra in uh, Cygnus constellations and shines 25% less bright than our sun. Scientists think that the planet may have a rocky core and be covered in oceans like Neptune, uh, but life on the planet isn't out of the question yet. Um, what the fuck did I just try to type here? Uh, so I think this is <laughs> that was the point yeah, right there is where you fell asleep. Kepler deputy, I think that's what that is. Science chief stated that it's not beyond the realm of possibility that life could exist in such an ocean. Uh, you know, it's probable basically. Um, I hope it's just occupied. It's an entirely planet of whales, dude, right? Right? Uh, whale culture, whale advanced universe. Kepler deputy science chief. That's what I was. I forgot to put oh, his face. Okay. Plus, I want to see what uh whale warfare looks like. Right? No shit. Weaponized whales. Oh, yes, sir. Man. Please, please, please. That'll be our next podcast. Yeah, season. weaponized animals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, uh, next up, we have PSR B1620-26B, also known as Methuselah. Um, I like the names they give these planets. Yeah, it's seriously. One, it's one of the oldest known planets. In the, uh, it's one of the oldest planets in the known universe. Not really saying much for the known universe. Yeah, we don't know dick about yeah. dick. So, Methuselah is 2.5 times the mass of Jupiter. It's also another planet that orbits two stars. Uh, at 12.7 billion years ago, these uh, this exoplanet's this exoplanet tops the aging scales. Interesting enough, though, the two stars that it orbits are both burnout dead stars. Uh, it is 12,400 light years away from the constellation of Scorpius. Um, Holy shit. Mm -hmm. That's really old. Orbiting dead stars. What do you think dude? it looks like now? I don't know. Dust. Yeah. Just uh, a dark yeah, dust. Yeah, absolutely. And an empty hulk. At first, Ugh. scientists didn't know whether to classify it as a brown dwarf or a planet since it was created some one billion years ago after the Big Bang. Astronomers oh, concluded wow. that planets are not a rare astronomers concluded that planets are not a rare phenomenon and uh early the early universe was probably teeming with them everywhere. So Oh, okay. So was was that a theory that we didn't have a lot of planets because yeah, they, the we, we, theory, don't, we don't detect that many? The theory was that we believe that planet formations weren't common. Interesting. Uh, I think that, I, w I don't know why we would assume that. Oh, I, I don't probably, know anything. Probably because, you know, we only have X amount of planets in our yeah, solar system that true. we know of. So yeah. they're like, oh, this is probably not a common thing. But now it's like they're everywhere. Yeah. Uh, habitable planets, not so much, but I mean, planets themselves. Star Trek <laughs> said there's tons of planets. Yeah, dude, I don't what under, the hell? Well, how is there even debate about it? Um, so planet Trest-2b, one of my favorites, uh, also known as Coal Black. Oh, um, so found that's actually my shade. Too. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it was found during the transatlantic exoplanet survey. What it's, are you opening? Right uh, now? It's Japanese candy. Oh, okay. It's a strawberry. Okay. Um, so it's one of the darkest planets we've been able. You want more? Yeah. Yeah. Those are dank. Air horns for the Japanese candy. <laughs> what are they called? I don't. Um, Miji. They're like a hard. Yeah, yeah, the chocolate ones are like are a really cracker good. outside. Oh yeah, what yeah. is on the inside? Uh, it's strawberry. They have chocolate, vanilla, it's like an icing caramel, on the inside. and strawberry. It's really good. Yeah, I, these are good as fuck. I threw the box over here, so you can see the hole that they squirted all yeah. the juice into. Anyone who is familiar with Japanese candy knows what they're talking about. They're they're oh logo really? Is they're a little, that yeah, the like logos are, yeah. It's a little panda. Um, so cold uh, cold black was found during the transatlantic exoplanet survey. It is one of the darkest planets we've ever been able to see. It's similarly uh, similar, similar size to Jupiter. This coal black planet is less reflective than black acrylic paint. Uh, Jupiter, on the other hand, reflects God, more than a so third of the cool. sunlight that reaches it. Yeah, that's so um, cool. Trace uh, coal black is also burning up as it orbits its star at only three million miles. It's not clear what makes the planet so dark there, oh, I was gonna but. Ask that. There are hues of red that emit a faint glow off the planet. Uh, what the, is going on yeah, dude, there? The uh, darkened planet is 750 light years away in the Draco constellation. I'm just going to make a Star Wars series that has all these planets. Yeah, so dude. That, that's basically the, how we get around to it. Yeah. yeah. 
Man, what if that's that uh, planet we talked about in the last episode in that is at the edge of the solar system we can't detect? What if it's just a mega black planet? Yeah, that'd be crazy, dude. Oh, man, then we got to launch a probe at yeah, it. Yeah, we always have got to see. So um, we have a handful of planets to go that's over. So, so Just what a, what a classy planet idea. Right? Just a pure black planet. Um, man. Let's see. Is this the same planet I put over here? Uh, our seven o'clock, so we're gonna skip. Man, that I'm one. glad you had a lot of one. notes. We went through my shit so fast. Yeah. So next up is Proxima B, close to. Uh, you know, they refer to it as close to home. One of our closest star systems to us, known as Proxima Centauri, unveiled its planets uh, to us a few years ago. Centauri. Same thing. A roughly sized Earth planet orbiting our nearest neighbor, Proxima B, is the closest exoplanet we found in the habitable zone. Ooh. There are a few. Uh, I don't know if it says. What's it I called? I just said something. What's it called? Al- um, oh, Proxima, Alpha Proxima, Proxima B. Proxima, Proxima B. Um, there distance. are a few uh, cavets to its Pos, uh, for its Four potential. light years. 4.2 light years. Really? No shit? Yeah. That's fa- fairly close. We could pull it off, guys. Yeah. Everybody pack your shit. We're going to <laughs> we're doing Proxima a, B. Yeah, we're doing a new planet. <laughs> 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 um, it's but uh, There are a few caveats for its potential habitability. For one, it orbits a red dwarf star, which is a lot cooler than our sun. It's also likely that the planet, planet is tidally locked to the star. Similar oh, that would moon. be bad. That'd this would subject it to st- st- uh, stellar flares. Yeah. So, not good. I mean, we just live on the edge zone. Yeah. In a perpetual twilight, and everybody <laughs> just kind of wants to kill themselves all Scott the time. Scott Gotti, an astronomer, uh, astronomy Scott professor. Gotti. Fucking Scott <laughs> Gotti, dude. Dang. Uh, an astronomy professor for the Ohio State University stated that, quote, this thing is being bombarded by amount of high-energy radiation. It's not obvious if it's going to have a magnetic field strong enough to prevent the whole atmosphere from getting blown away. But those are really hard calculations, and I certainly wouldn't put my money either way on that. Oh, okay, damn. Yeah, despite... More, see, dude, it, at the other side of being a space scientist, you could just be like, nah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, ah, oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> they're like, here, I'm going to pay you this much money, find this out. And then they're like, it, it, were you right? And you're like, not I'm sure. I'm not sure, yeah, not I have sure. no idea. Can um, I have more money, though? Yeah, grants. <laughs> um... Despite the unknowns, the discovery was a major stepping stone for finding exoplanets close to our backyard of the galaxy. An Earth-sized yeah. planet this close to home gives us hope for future discoveries. We should do a con- on our conjecture episode. If we had to go to a uh, planet, star which system, one, which one would we go to? That's a good idea. Yeah, let's write that down. Um, so next up, we have TRAPPIST-1F, also known as the Seven Wonders. Uh, the exoplanet system, exoplanet system called TRAPPIST-1, named after the trans, uh, transiting planets and... Um, planetesimal small telescope located a system of seven planets all within the habitable zone and relatively close to us on a galactic scale at only 40 light years away in the constellation Aquarius gang gang what's up um, <laughs> Trappist 1F part of the seven wonders is a rocky planet that could have liquid water this discovery set a new record for the most amount of planets in a habitable zone orbiting a star outside of our own solar system. There is a potentiality that all seven of these planets could have liquid water. All seven. Dang. Yeah. You know, it's one one thing about going to go to another planet, if we abandon this uh, hellhole that we've just yeah. burned, um, we just got to hope. Yeah. We go there and we're like, God damn it, I hope one of these shits is usable. Mm. You know? So, I, I mean... That that kind of thing, I would think, is the sort of thing we would prioritize. Cause it's oh like, yeah, at least we'd be close. I, I wonder then. But I don't the, think we're in any hurry to leave Earth, so they're not like. I mean, Jeff Bezos is. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's I've, working on Elon it. Musk as well. Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos are going to get in spaceships in 2069 at 4:20 p.m. on April 20th, and they are going to carbon or, or cryogenically freeze themselves and launch themselves to the nearest hosp- hospitable planet. Will they be? resurrected as their overlords. Somebody listening to this and Mark Zuckerberg doesn't know you're joking. And <laughs> he just created a whole new QAnon conspiracy. Uh, <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, so next up on our I list... Have, I have a good one, though. I have another... Oh, another one? one? Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. Um, we all... We we didn't even talk about it for Saturn, but, like, the Great Red Spot. Yeah. You know, that's... Uh, oh, no, that's Jupiter. That's Jupiter. But... Uh, Saturn also has similar like storms and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's just you know a turbulent chemical environment. It's it's gonna uh, 
spin around and whatever. But in yeah. 2006, uh, sitting precisely atop Saturn's North Pole, was a storm in the shape of an enormous hexagon. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah I saw the pictures of that. That's fucking insane. At, at its exact center is another hexagon. Not lined up. Dude, that is crazy. That, that just like that that puts me more on the side of this is all a simulation cuz like uh, how it was like a weird glitch. Yeah, They're yeah, like, like oh shit, we showed yeah. him the, the graphics. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, so that, that that convinces me I that know this might that be a simulation. that um Hexagons are the most efficient packing shape uh, of all the geometries. You can pack the most of hexagons yeah. in one area. Um, so that kind of makes me think then that it might be like a pressure thing forming it into that shape. It could be, yeah. Uh, so when we discovered it, we were like, oh, that's got to just be a weird one day off thing. Yeah. But then they looked back at some old pictures from Voyager about 25 years ago. And it, it had it too. It was really? all, yeah. So it's a permanent feature, or at least long lived. Yeah. And uh, the mission researcher in 2009 who released the press release said it was one of the most bizarre things we've ever seen. I can yeah, dude. dude. <laughs> and that's the shit I live for: being a scientist yeah. and being like genuinely like whole. Baffled. It was like when we had the Air Force, the Navy pilot who was like, "What the fuck yeah, is yeah, that?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be the same shit. That's it's fucking so crazy. weird. <laughs> that's insane. It um, rotates. Every 10 hours and 39 minutes, which is the same spin period as Saturn's magnetic field. I wonder what being inside that storm is like. Like, what, what, like... Dude, I, I... Standing in the middle of that I, hexagon? You know what I want to... No, I don't want to know about the center. I want to know about a corner. Yeah, that's fair. What yeah, in God's is probably... name is making a corner out of wind? Yeah, that's true. What? Yeah. <laughs> that is so weird. Uh, it's... The theories regarding... Uh, because it is pure theory. We yeah. have no, oh, no idea. fucking yeah. idea. Uh, there's some cool theories about it. Like uh, some say that it's a standing wave, uh, so, like the quasi-permanent lenticular clouds seen uh, hovering over earthly mountains. You yeah. know how like – yeah, like the there can be that wave – or that cloud that looks like a wave over yeah, the top yeah, of a mountain. Yeah. 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 Um, but again – Cool theory. Why is it a hexagon, sir? That's that, that was yeah. What, that doesn't help. What did you do that created like what? What the fuck is happening that you created that specific shape? Uh, I I love this paragraph explaining it because um, they think that maybe it's the magnetic field and electrical forces creating it somehow. Um, because it. Saturn's actual aurora <laughs> flickers high above that same location. Oh, so okay. there is a, an yeah. aurora above that. Uh, another idea is that the hexagon rotates in perfect sync with the radio emissions, so maybe it's part of an energy spectrum visually manifesting itself. Yeah. <clears throat> it says, however, it is easy to say such things, but quite another to come up with some actual credible physical mechanism <laughs> for how they work. <laughs> We're just like, uh, maybe it's radio waves, and you're like, excellent. Why is it a <laughs> yeah, hexagon? Yeah. <laughs> I don't like, know. I have no clue. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Dude, uh, yeah, I mean, and then it goes all into the ufologists. They freak out about it. That's fucking crazy. I mean, of course. That, yeah, oh, yeah. But, I mean, damn, <clears throat> that's hella weird. Like, that's very compelling yeah, that's evidence. that's badass, though. That's super badass. Uh, but, again, it's like, okay, sure. All right, all right, all right. Let's let's go so far as to say aliens made it. Yeah. Okay? Why? Yeah. Why is it a hexagon? You know? <laughs> I would imagine geometrical shapes translate to other... I'm going to assume other civilizations, like, you know, it's just... I mean, have you ever seen 2001 A Space Odyssey? Yeah, yeah. The uh, monolith was, like, its proportions were, like, exact squares. It was, like, really? two... Yeah, it was, like, okay. four to nine to 25 or something like that. Um, and that was, like, a signal of... you know, uh, The recognition of it would indicate that it was intelligent. That's crazy. Uh, and again, we've had this idea with the God Brain. There's, like, maybe aliens are like, all right... Turn it into a hexagon. Yeah, they'll yeah. have to know. They got yeah. They'll have to. They say surely something. couldn't guess why that would happen. <laughs> but no, we're confused. Yeah, we're just uh, confused and stupid. Uh, um, there was a the uh, somebody tested in Oxford University in 2010. They made a water tank mounted on a turntable, and uh, they had a ring in the base that spun at a different rate. So that it would make turbulent flow. Yeah. And this uh, fluid instability created a steady six-sided pattern. Okay. It was a glycol water, which is kind of like the the 
clinical. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, but you know, sure, okay, but what would be creating it? Uh, below what we're yeah. creating those f- forces and also you can't assume that it would work on the exactly. scale of a yeah. massive a whole planet, planet. Dude. yeah, yeah. dude um, so weird yeah <laughs> that is so weird and we've known about that for over 10 years we've and not gotten any closer on by it. it yeah um so the next planet on our list i think this is our second to last one Okay. Um, We're getting a good time. Yeah, this is no, this, well. is, this is what... Uh, this you made, finished those delicious candies? Yeah, I did. I gave you the last oh, two. Oh, I appreciate the last that. Two, yeah. I didn't even realize um, I ate them, honestly. So, uh, shit. No, okay, hold on. There we go, yeah. Uh, so, G uh, GJ504B, uh, also known as Pure Pink, uh, NASA scientists discovered one of the youngest and most interesting planets in JG504B, only 57 light years away from Earth. The exoplanet is thought to be only 100 to 200 million years old only. Um, wow, that is really young. Yeah, the insights into this planet are That's giving... That's huge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The insights into this planet are giving astronomer, astronomers a first-hand look into planet development. According to infrared cameras, it's a deep shade of pink. Oh. It also has fewer clouds than the majority of observed gas giants. Whoa. Michael McElwin, uh, who was part of the Discovery team, stated that, quote, if we could travel to this giant planet, we would see a world still glowing from the heat of its formation with a color reminiscent of a dark cherry blossom, a dull, uh, a dull magenta, uh, end quote. According to the current models, gas giants usually form within a certain range from their host star, JG uh, five hundred four, the Pink Wonder goes well beyond that established range. Interesting. Yeah. So usually planets that are forming gas giants, they're next to their their host star, basically. Oh. Uh, and this apparently is really far, far away from its host star, and still Dang. developing. Uh, the last one on this list, because um, I mean these aren't my type chat notes; they're a list that I saw that was really good, had a lot of information. Is actually one we've already talked about: fifty five Cancer E Hellfire Earth. Uh, that's what they've dubbed it, Hellfire Earth, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna re- finally scientists do some badass. Yeah, names. so we've already talked about this one, as you can you probably heard earlier. But I'm gonna read their uh, their explanation because it probably did a better job than me because I was fucking half asleep. So uh, originally dubbed the Diamond Planet, this steaming hot oh. rocky planet orbits the sun in 14 days. It has temperatures of 4,900 degrees Fahrenheit. Scientists who first discovered it suggested that it was. Uh, composed entirely of diamonds and graphite. Uh, while this interpretation has gone out of favor, it remains an interesting planet because of its densi- uh, density and proximity to its host star. Uh, the planet is 40 light years away. Uh, this is the one I'm pretty sure we talked about that was so fucking close. Um, yeah, 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 that was so close to it. It's fucking just blistering in the sun. Yeah. Um, the planet is 40, 40 Why light years. Why is that years. hilarious? It's just, <laughs> it's yeah, it's even... just stuck there oh, staring at the God. star. <laughs> the planet is also thought to have lava flows and it, at twice the size of Earth. Uh, Rainu oh, Hugh in, of the Jet Propulsion Laboratory stated that there is lava on this planet that would never, that would need... Uh, if there was if there's lava on this planet, it would need to cover the entire surface, but the lava would be hidden from our view by the thick atmosphere. While it's still up for debate, potentially the potentially carbon-rich planet with such high temperatures and pressure could hold a large amount of diamond in its interior. Um, which cool, yeah. I mean, it basically told us other things we didn't know. I didn't have in my notes, but I think my notes were a little more extensive than that. Get your shit together. BigThink.com. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah. More like small thing. Yeah, for real. I'm not even a scientist, dude. I did more research. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that is uh, that is definitely one of our um, exo... Like, the, the interesting exoplanets that I discovered, I think it's by the end of the season, if I some stumble upon some cooler exoplanets, yeah. I'll throw them now in there my, as Now, I mean, well. my Google feed's going nuts on all yeah, the space dude, yeah, research yeah, I've been same. doing, so I'm going to get a lot of good space news. Big same. Yeah, I like when we find a planet that's forming, and we're like, we get this valuable insight into how planets form, but I'm like, yeah, but like... For a few years, yeah, and then it's, we it takes have no hundreds clue. of millions of years. Yeah, so we're just like cool. Yeah, like it's like the tiniest a snapshot. Fraction, yeah. yeah, a fraction <laughs> of like the actual yeah. like, development process. We're like cool. Let's try to find one that's like another million years older. You know, it fucking. What a frustrating endeavor all this would be. Space is fucking frustrating, dude. It's, I couldn't imagine your whole life dedicated to just like barely knowing. Yeah, and it's it's like you said, like it's literally like a a you know 
not even a fraction of a lifespan of a planet. Like you want to figure out all these crazy things about planets. You want to figure out like how it forms, how the life structure, how the, the uh, geography of it forms. And it's just like, no, no, you'll never get to see it. Never, never in your life. Never be explained. Yeah. You you will never know. You're going to die not knowing. And you're, you're, Kids are going to die not knowing. Your grandkids are going to die not knowing. Your grand-grandkids are going to die <laughs> not knowing. Humanity will yeah. evaporate Yeah, before... humanity will be gone by the time you figure God out what it. it's like to form, like how planets are formed and shit. It pisses me off. Yeah. It makes me quite angry. So, I mean, you know, I think that's a good ending point. Yeah, no, we, The last one was good. We, we did like a about, full two hours. Yeah, we said about an hour for this episode. Yeah. We're about five minutes short, so that's perfect. Yeah, I mean, um, we could just... You want to rap? There's not a rhythm. This isn't in a. This, this isn't a no gas, no yeah, breaks. All episode. gas, no breaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's a good place to end it. If I come up in, in there's you, some cool shit. Honestly, outside of the solar system is way fucking cooler yeah, than inside hey, for the solar real, system. Dude. Um, oh wait, no, hold on. Okay, I can. I know what to fucking level that five minutes up with. Uh, so what would happen when the Andromeda galaxy collides with the Milky Way? Fuck conjecture. Yeah, we're gonna Never save mind. It. We Just kidding. We're it. saving it for our last episode of the season. Uh, I think we're going to be talking about media next episode. Yes. Okay, so. Yes. Finally. We're going to be talking about media as we always do in our seasons where we'll talk about things, you know, in media involving space like that. Yeah. We watch a ton of space. I like doing a media episode every so do season. I, yeah, because it kind of. I mean, there's like, you know. It humanizes the subject. Well, yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. It's And like, you know, media is a shorthand for culture yeah and basically, our culture yeah. around each thing so absolutely always yeah. an exploration and, and putting something. things in tvs movies and shows is kind of how we immortalize it in our culture. yeah and like process uh, it yeah yeah um so that well yeah cool that's what we're gonna be cool. doing next episode thank you for stopping by we appreciate you if you could for the love of god please one <laughs> send us mail send us at mail at gmail.com and two for the please 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 rate and subscribe this podcast uh you know, that's how we can get it, and that's how it gets suggested to more people. That's how the algorithm works. So if you want to support us. Yeah, the algorithm. <laughs> so if you want to support us in any, you know, in, in even the most minuscule way, rating and subscribing to this podcast would be the way to do it. In a less minuscule way, it would be directly sending us money in yeah. the mail. <laughs> yeah, or pictures of your butthole. Yeah. Either one. Uh, but uh, so... Thanks for stopping by. Please rate and subscribe. Um, wear a mask. Wear a mask. We love Get you vaccinated so much. Now. Get vaccinated now. Jesus. Uh, we're trying to go back to shows and shit like that. So yeah. come on now. It maybe if you this gets big enough, we'll have a whole auditorium. Yeah, we'll have we'll go on uh there you know, there's we got fans, there's literally dozens of you. Dozens. Dozens. And we'll All go on, over. We'll go on little dive bar tours. Oh, uh, and for whoever's still listening, we uh Finally, successfully bullied our friends in Kansas to getting you guys oh, yeah, in the top Kansas, five. Yeah, Kansas is actually on the top map five now listeners. Our yeah, that's nice. Um, thanks, thanks. Again, you're not out, the top. Yeah, no. Still, uh, we're still going to be shouting out the people that are on the top. Yeah. So shout out to Mexico. Yes. Uh, the French. I don't know what we did, but shout out to Iceland. Still. Yeah, Iceland. Yeah, holding out. Uh, I, I don't know how we pissed you off. I am sorry so, about that. I, I did know, I try yeah. to pronounce a French? Word? Yeah, I, I I'm no not clue. good at it. I'm. Uh, Sorry. But France really dropped off the listeners. Game. Yeah, we. Um, I really want. Like, I think France is tight as fuck. Yeah, France they is fight great. Yeah. the government all the time. All the time, about, dude. Every it, time you, they do something it wrong. Takes, yeah, it takes almost nothing to get a protest. And there's in nothing going. wrong with that. Yeah, that I, is I, bad. I, ass. I support it to the full America, extent. Only time we have ever successfully intimidated the government was for a conspiracy theory that we didn't understand. Yeah, so, exactly. Cool. Um, and and watching. The French fucking just beat the shit out of their police. Yeah, because they're like, we want more money. Yeah, and they they have yes. no qualms fist fighting yeah. a uniformed officer. <laughs> Um, which I, France. yeah, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. We're just trying to get more French people back on. Yeah, here. and I imagine you know if if the police didn't carry fucking semi-automatic rifles with yeah. them during protests we'd probably do the same thing yeah I, i'd throw down if i, I wasn't yeah. gonna get shot yeah i would throw down with a cop if that wasn't gonna We're get shot space and space. two uh and if there wasn't separate charges for yeah. fighting a police I, officer which is fucking we know stupid. we've talked about how the that riots should have riot rules yeah. where as long as everybody uses a riot approved weapons yep. which is like noodle foam it's the and, Geneva Convention yeah, and rubber for yeah and everyone can fight it out and no one gets in trouble for yeah, it that'd if be a great. cop knocks you on the noggin well that's fine yeah. you punch him in the face yeah. that's allowed it's, uh, it's so lobby fucking... your senators for that as well 
I, th- I think we're making a really compelling case for us being in power. <laughs> <laughs> Space. Authoritarian. Never heard of her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thanks for stopping by. We'll see you next week for uh, media. Shout out to our Mexico listeners. France, we love you. Come back, please. Iceland, you're a real one. girlfriend. Yeah. Thank you, B-Lang's girlfriend, for listening to us and supporting us. Uh, B-Lang's <laughs> girlfriend will always get a shout out yeah. on this show. Um, but yeah, we will see you guys next week. Love you so much. Be safe. Bye-bye. <laughs>